Hello, hello, hello. I'm Michelle. And I'm Veronica. Welcome to I Don't Know, to be honest, a safe space for people who do not be knowing. Zilch. <laughs> we go with Zilch this week, guys. <laughs> stuff but know what I mean <laughs> hi hi Michelle hey hey hi. how's it going I'm going well I'm going well I'm like really excited to have like a fantastic guest in the building shout out to man like Kaveem literally on the Instagram boop, boop. <laughs> boop. <laughs> hello ladies hey darling how are you hi. I'm well, thank you. How are you both? I'm great today. Um, just in case, just very make it very clear. Hi guys, so obviously me and Dee are here and we have a fantastic guest, Kaveen, you know? Um, and Kaveen's joined us today and taken part of her time to, to, you know, enjoy this space with us. And so we're really looking forward to having a fantastic chit chat with you. Um, how are you today, Kaveen? I'm well, I'm well. I'm just covered in hair grease because I've been braiding my sister's hair, but all is well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so do you, wait, hold, do you actually, did you teach yourself no, to I don't braid? Have you always I don't, learn how I don't to braid? No, she, she says before you even start asking, don't, do don't even try yelling. it. <laughs> I'm yelling. No, hair is one thing I just don't understand. Like I, I can, I do enough to get by as in she's going to look civilized um <laughs> but I can't I like I can't do I can't do her I can't I can't wait it's emotional <laughs> I'm yelling wait 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 what what hair have you given her? have you given her something like singles which are easier old canaries no um so I I've done passion twist braids oh I know she said expert level complex. no 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 because passion twist the whole point is for it to look quite like messy and bohemian mm. and like exactly mm. so you don't need to be like meticulous and you don't need to be neat it just needs to look twisty mm. and that's it so it's is it it's, like crochet um, i can't do that neither that's emotional check out stage left <laughs> no, exactly. no crochet is the most like i did crochet on myself once and i i think i cried for like an hour and 40 minutes straight because I just wanted it to be over oh do you know what right I I don't I crochet I found it really really easy maybe because I used to knit way back when just another revelation you used to knit okay let me let me correct myself not with the two I used to knit too you used to knit oh yeah I can't knit knit you know like with the two pins I can't do that type of knitting I can do you know there's actually crocheting like I used to crochet yeah. so that, you know, the crochet pin, you know what I'm talking about, Kevin. Uh-huh. the crochet oh, yeah. pin, obviously I went to school and I went to boarding school in Nigeria and, you know, I did, wow, I'm really going to be divulging right now. Mm-hmm. I did, um, home economics was one of the topics that we did basically. And, um, 
that I I don't think I chose it. I just maybe was allocated it. Anyways, it's the part it's the part of the curriculum where you are designated the artsy fartsy stuff. The so we had to cook. Some people had like cooking classes, um, homemaking. There was even a whole song. Anyways, I learned how to crochet then. And what my home economics exam was actually how well I could cook something. I don't remember what I cooked, but I cooked something. But anyways, that's how I learned how to crochet. Home ec in Nigeria seems very, very dynamic. It seems like it's actually teaching you skills because all I learned... Actually, no, I learned how to make a pillowcase. And my makeup box (laughs) is actually what I made from home economics. Really? Yeah, I made it in home ec. That's actually true. Yeah, yeah, home economics was actually quite dynamic. It was actually quite dynamic, Why do I why do I remember learning how to dress a bed? Anyways, I don't know why. I'm yelling. They said prepare you for marriage. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say domestication, baby. They said domestication. Can I ask how many how many guys were in your home economics class? Not many. Not many. As far as I know, not many. So actually, there's a whole problem. There's a whole problem around that, but that sounds like a, that sounds like a discussion that I need to that needs to be raised at another time. You know, I need to query <laughs> this because actually, first of all, they were eating our rice at the end, so that's how I know they weren't in it. <laughs> <laughs> they were eating the the final cooked products, waiting outside for the exam to be finished. I'm yelling. I'm yelling. So, Come like there you. weren't many of them. <laughs> oh God, that's <laughs> Wait, Kavin, I want to know your oh. knitting story. When did you ha- when did you learn how to knit? I just thought it was really cool. Like, I don't know what, because my mom, my mom's a tyrant. So um, we're either cleaning or we're cooking, but we have to do something useful. So like, she never wanted us to like, just watch TV and be idle. Um, So I wanted to make a blanket and then um, she got me some knitting needles and she taught me how to knit. And I literally used to sit and knit. Like, I, I find like I get actually great pleasure out of just knitting but it's just not cool to say like oh I knit so I just keep it to myself (laughs) it's it's actually I agree I hate that fact because actually the fact that you didn't know Veronica and as (laughs) close as we fact that you didn't know yeah. that I used to have wool I used to have you know the, the wool the walls yeah I used the, to buy wool too yeah I used to have wool I used to have it in different colors I used to sit down yeah. and also I have to say I have to put this out there I've never finished anything I just had <laughs> half of them you know makeshifts I'm like yeah this thing seems long enough to be I don't know uh a dusting cloth I think that's the biggest I've ever made a I'll just be making it. A and rag. Yeah, I try to make I, a rag. Yes. Why must you say it like that? I called it dusting cloth to give it finesse. You know what? I actually <laughs> never called it dusting cloth. I'm always like rag. Fetch the rag. Because like, <laughs> in my head, rag looks tattered. And I'm not talking about rags. Rags are tattered True. things. What I was I making was not tattered. It had a shape. It had a shape. <laughs> Um, I used to try and knit a scarf as well. I never got as far as that. And all, always, do you know what it is? If you like, Kevin, you might know what I'm talking about. It's always losing its shape. So when I want it to be one thing, it starts to do this thing where around the edges, I don't know, it starts to round out. I want you to be straight, yeah. but it's rounding out. So eventually I'm like, well, I guess I'm making something that's somewhat circular. I can't, anyways, my point, oh, <laughs> hats, hats. Woolly hats. Mm. I've, I've made a woolly hat. It was too small, but I, I made one anyway. <laughs> oh, that's cute. 
What about you, Kathleen? I just made blankets, so you are That's way big. more aggressive than me. Yeah, but, no, but baby blankets, not for like a big old person, but like a baby blanket. That's still big, though. That's mad. You guys are doing yeah. bits. You're doing big. I need to. This, I don't know. I don't knit. <laughs> you don't anymore. I don't know where. Oh. No, I just don't. Like you know, when you get, I don't know whether when you get to a certain age, you just you just doing life. Like adulting just happens, and you just mm. sit down and you realize, wow, I actually haven't done something I actually enjoyed in a while. Mm. So that's why I've been grateful for like um, as much as as upside down and awful 2020 has been for some people especially with the whole corona situation quarantine and lockdown has really given me the time to do stuff that I enjoy Mm. that's where kind of skincare kind of come into my life and Mm. now I've had a taste of how happy I can be doing something I love Mm. going back to nine to five is going to be a bit of a struggle oh my gosh but hopefully what I've done in the past six months enables me not to go back to nine to five for too long so mm. um by god's grace by god's grace amen god's amen grace. yes actually, we love that we actually truly love to see it like that actually leads me on to like such a amazing like thing as the reason why we brought kaveen on like kaveen's an absolute like skin enthusiast and you guys should definitely <laughs> check out her instagram absolutely awesome but she's got like loads of like amazing which i will this week physically link on the page yeah everybody that's in our dms asking me where is this where is it is coming how many episodes after it's coming the infographic is coming (laughs) every day on my line (laughs) but this week i will do it and i will put it on the page um and um oh kaveen like i I would love if you could recommend something for us as well. But um, I was gonna say yeah. um, before, basically, remember, remember at uni, right? Mm. So as you guys know, me and Veronica went to the same university. Mm. And she, we actually, we went to uni to become hair, skin, and oh, I, I don't know about nails, too tough, but hair and skin enthusiast. When we went into when we're at uni, remember when we used to buy before we even get into the you know recommendation. I'm just gonna be drop, just name drop one product, the ordinary. There was a time when we discovered the ordinary. Everybody was buying and buying and buying. Remember, when yeah. I was like, oh, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do this, and I'm gonna do that, and you're gonna have to do this first, and then this first. I love that. You know, one of our friends has really, really coined the phrase moisturize and what is it moisturize and seal seal. remember that time where it was like I'd really discovered my hair and I really discovered my skin at university so I'm actually really excited about this chat 100% like I really want to actually wait let's play our game we are going all over the place let's play the game so (laughs) to introduce like when we've got guests as you know we're the don't know to be honest girls so we're trying to know more so um our game will be two truths and a lie so our two truths and a lie will be about absolutely anything but it's to do with skincare because we've got the lovely Kaveen on this week um so um Kaveen I don't know if you want to start with your two truths and a lie and we can guess what are the what is the lie and what are the truths so fire away uh, okay, so I don't have to go in order of two truths and a no, lie. No, you don't have to go in order. Them up, right? yeah. mm-hmm. Okay, so um, black people don't need SPF. Okay. Uh, I spent my pocket money on bleaching cream. Okay. And 
I put V on my face to lighten my skin. Ooh, damn. Okay, black you know people what? definitely need SPF, so that one's the truth. Uh-huh. Um, okay, basically, I feel like, you know, I have a slight cheat sheet because obviously I've been following the skin yeah. series and, and I watched one of the, I watched one of the videos and I was like, okay, so which one is it? Hold on. The second one was something to do with bleaching cream, yeah? Mm. And the that third one, yes. And then the third was Veet for lightning. I think the second, um, the other truth is Veet for lightning skin. And then the do lie. Huh? Do I disclose? Yeah. Oh, or do no, I no, wait no. for you to? No. Oh, yeah, no. So I, I'm, I, okay, so you've done the first one. Uh, yeah. And I think the lie is, oh, I don't know if the lie is, po- V, why do I, why is V to my head? Yeah, no, 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 V, V, yeah, yeah. V, I think that's the second truth. I think V is the truth as well. I remember your um your live. Um, Kavita done an awesome series where she like she jumped on live with like Ren for the brand share the mic opportunity. And I remember mm. you were talking about skin bleach in there, but I don't know whether it was your pocket money or V. And because Michelle or said V, v I'm just gonna go with V. That it's gonna v, be a you know, that one. It's gonna be a double episode, okay. a double whammy. Yeah, it hit me because I was like, "What do you mean V? How is that lightning skin? And how do you That's still net, have eyebrows?" It? No, no, is it? Yeah, no, no, no I mean, like, it's the same thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, but hair removal cream, innit? That I remember yeah. thinking, Kavin, how do you mean, what do you mean lightning? I'm just thinking more about the fact that the eyebrows? <laughs> <laughs> the bodily hair? The bodily hair just be vamoosing? <laughs> so, so, okay, that's my, that's my second truth. <laughs> All right, so you, the two truths that you've picked were the V and what was the first, second one? SPF. SPF. So mm. black people don't need SPF is your second truth. Oh no, I thought you said black people do need SPF. No, I said black people don't need SPF. Oh my god, so that means the true truths are like switch the bleaching. Up, switch up, switch up, switch I'll, up. I'll switch. I'll, I'll switch. switch. I would like I would like to collect my paper back. I would like to collect the paper back and change my answer. I'm sorry, I'm I am hard of hearing. <laughs> I am hard of hearing and I would like to collect my paper. So black people do need SPF, even if you're inside the doors, inside the doors, indoors. Even if you're indoors. <laughs> Guys, I swear to you, it's been a very long week. Oh I'm dead. <laughs> Inside the doors. Inside the doors. <laughs> Inside the doors. <laughs> ah, screaming. Okay, no, black people do need SPF. So I mm-hmm. think, oh my gosh, that means your two lies are about bleaching and about your your two truths, sorry, are about bleaching and about V. Wow, anti-blackness is so flipping real. I'm so sorry you had to go through that. We all had yeah, our times. Like- yeah it is it was it was a hard time like this time 10 12 15 years ago was a hard time for us dark hued girls it was all Mm. about the light skin girls and if you Mm. weren't of lighter skin complexion you just weren't deemed as beautiful or attractive or anything like that and then Mm. when you're when you're younger when you're in your adolescent years and your formative years for some reason the male gaze is important to you but you Mm -hmm. don't really know why but the fact that the boys don't like you is kind of like what you always do that kind of internal audit that isn't really necessary because I think at that age 
just comprehending like the whole um, concept of race and the and how the world sees race and how that kind of manifests within yourself and your own perceptions of yourself. All of that are really abstract concepts to put your head around, especially when you're like 12, 13, 14. Mm. So mm-hmm. you're not really seeing how, oh, this is the way society has brought me up to see myself you're seeing it as like okay there's something wrong with me mm-hmm. let me see what I can do to change it and like mm. I use my pocket money to do that and like I did a whole load of experiments like I'm I'm surprised I still even have skin mm. I did so many experiments on just different things on like just to brighten and lighten my skin and V was one of them there was one of them mm. um so that's how that came about but it was absolutely awful like of course don't ever put nail on your face like ever mm-hmm. I had like a huge rash and I, I've it's only in the last seven years that um the pigmentation had like has brightened but um mm-hmm. I had like a hole um just up my cheeks I had just like a dark mark like a patch of just darkness mm-hmm. um on my face from from my experimentation as it were yeah, oh, it's probably the burning of the skin as well just the trauma as well you know your skin yeah. your skin really comes back to you and says you tried to do this to me I bet so, and it, yeah. and it comes like that it comes with with big time energy you know it's like you know it's, it's push back push back for the trauma so so yeah. Yeah. oh damn okay V what's your truth and a lie tea treats and a lie so my two truths and a lie. Um, I my skin was so dry that when I'd walk past a body of water, it would flake off. Um, I have always had really clear skin, and I used to suffer from cystic acne. Damn. Hmm. <laughs> what <a> conundrum? <laughs> um. <laughs> okay, so I don't, th- I don't think it's the one about. Um, this is hard because I want to say it's not, and I, I feel like I should know, but I've never seen for as long as I've known you, I've never seen you with cystic acne. Mm. Um, and I've never heard you say you suffer or suffered from cystic acne. Mm. I think dry skin. So I'm going to choose one truth and I'll let Kevin guess the other truth. I think the one truth is the, ah, the, um, damn okay I think okay let me t- let me pick the easiest truth oh man this is hard sorry guys okay, I'm gonna the <laughs> flaking the flaking skin I don't because I don't even think it's ever been that bad okay this is my cop out okay I think the lie is the acne sorry Kevin boy I'm picking the lie I don't know I don't know I think the, others are t- the other two are true I don't know I would have I would have gone for the same because the cystic acne and the second one saying I've always had clear skin they contradict each other mm-hmm. so 
they can't be the two truths. So I will go for the cystic acne being a lie and the other two being the truth. Kavina said analysis. She Kavina. said, she said, let's be logical and rational. Kavina We're doing came. process of elimination. Kavina came with scientific knowledge. Michelle came with, I am looking into the crystal ball. <laughs> I said, magic eight ball, said, let Jesus. me know which one it is. <laughs> Guide my, you know, you know, like when you're in an exam and you don't know what to write and you're like, God, guide my pen. God, get no, my I close my eyes. I said, God, God, wherever this pen lines the answer. God, guide my pen. You've seen my heart. Like, but like, you, you're both. Many right. a prayer. Many a prayer. Oh my God, no. It, it's taking me all the way back to like terrible exams. But like, honestly, guys, you're both, you're both right. Um, so I used to have like, the one thing that I found like really freaky about my skin, because it's come leaps and bounds because of, you know, doing experimentation in uni, but my skin was so dry. We used to have a lake at our old university and to walk past one of our houses, you had to go past the lake um, because my, um, my like section, like my course was like down by the other side of the lake. That's where all our lectures were. And to walk past it every morning, I would hate it. Like I would literally have to put my my um, scarf all the way up to my eyes. So I just had enough room to see and my hat down there. Because if not, I'd get into like labs and stuff. And like my face would be flaking or my chin would be flaking off. Like people would be like, what's that in your face? Oh my, like, my skin was so dry. Like that, like well, the cold air. It sounds like dermatitis. I think it was because like, when I corrected it, obviously after a few years of glycolic acids and um, hyaluronic acid really, really helped me and niacinamide as well. I think I corrected my skin barrier um, instead of just putting like shea yeah, butter and hoping for the best. Mm. Yeah, that's a very compromised skin barrier. Mm. Look how she's glowing. Like she's just shining yeah. every time, just glowing. No, I Literally, you look, okay. I can't see any imperfections right now. And this yeah, is on video. Well, thank you. Thank yeah, you. it really is. It, it took a long okay. while to get here. Yeah, Michelle, Michelle. <laughs> my thun. It's my thun now. Um, okay. So <laughs> basically, I was just trying to think as I was answering questions. I was like, Michelle, you haven't prepared. So let me just go with it. I'm going to go with it. All right. So I'm going to start with, okay, here are my three statements. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to throw a spanner in the works with this one as well. Um, okay. I have, I don't want to make it very, very obvious. Um, I have oily skin, as in if we're talking about skin types. Mm -hmm. So you know how you have oily combination and dry? Mm -hmm. There's the three in it. Yeah. yeah so I've got oily skin. That. Yeah, the three main ones, yeah. I've got oily skin. Um, I once tried um, semen as a... Uh, What's that thing that they use we it for going now? There. Yes, that's <laughs> this one of the works. Right, as a as a face mask. Yes, I once as tried. Um, I once tried semen as a face mask, and um, I have once. I I have also. I have tried skin bleaching before. Mm. What do you think, Kavine? Uh, mm. I want I want to say that the semen as a face mask is a lie, 
because it's just impractical. Um, but I don't know. Like composure. I know. I know you well enough to know that that something like that can be true. Like. So like <laughs> Michelle enough that something like that is definitely a top truth I don't know <laughs> okay I, I'm gonna go I, I, I don't know oh. I, want, I want to say the semen as a face mask is false because it wouldn't stay on your face unless you're lying down you can make it work oh, okay so I <laughs> it has to be a really like sorry, I'm analysing it, but like I, 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 it has to be like a really thick load to just stay on your face. Oh Lord, the imagery. Kavina's looking at us like, what the hell has she got herself into? But I'm trying to justify how I think it's a lie because it will melt to the temperature of your skin and it will just mm. become liquid. So I'm gonna say that's I'm, a lie. I'm doing poker face in it. I'm not. I'm not giving you anything with my face. So don't look. Don't yeah, look at I'm me intently. Say, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say that's a lie, and the other truth. Uh, the other two are truths. Okay. Okay. V. I think the semen is a truth, and I also think <laughs> the, the skin. And I also think <laughs> my friends think. I, my friends clearly think I'm mad. <laughs> and I also think the skin bleaching is a truth. Okay. All right, so here's the thing. <clears throat> First of all, I'm highly offended <laughs> at the fact that you would think that um, I would allow any any male individual to put that dirty nonsense on my face. Let's think of something. On my face. <laughs> We're gonna have talks after this. <laughs> this is how like <laughs> I don't know. To be honest, would be like this banded. <laughs> No, but to be fair, I, I, I'm that friend of the group who one can think that Michelle can be that mad. And that's only because I say wild stuff, not because I'm as wild as a thing. So, no, I have never, I've never tried it and I will never try it. I just remember seeing it on like some social media pages as banter and thinking, people are mad. That's funny. So it just popped into my head. And yes, I have, I do have oily skin. Oh, the other one was oily skin. Oh, that was yeah, yeah. Oh, Every sorry, I forgot what the one was. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know that, but um, it, the other one just it, the semen just didn't seem it just seems impractical. It seems oh. impractical. Yeah, I so really I've should have done one plus one is two. I have, I have oily skin, and of course, I've tried skin bleaching as well. Actually, more recently than I would actually, I would have proudly admitted until I became shameless so and that's because I was trying to even my skin tone but that's a different we'll, we'll get into that anyway mm. so, so I was um, gonna... yeah go on Vito oh. now I was gonna say like both of you guys have had like experiences with skin bleaching and I would mm. say like well Kaveen for you personally and I know we kind of touched upon the fact that it came about through like secondary school and obviously the effect of like growing up in a society that doesn't that you don't see yourself represented number one but on a wider scale has issues with like structural racism and structural racism structural inequality and how that might affect you I'm just wondering um you did mention like the dark marks and the burning on your face like how did you is that what got you on your skincare journey like to find ways to alleviate that or how did that start 
I think my skincare journey started when um, I was in year five, and it seems really, really Ooh, young. I started, uh huh. I started puberty um, in year five, so I started my period in year five, and um, you know, like when all of these changes are happening, like my parents didn't tell me, like my mother didn't tell me and didn't, didn't sit me down and be like, you know what, you're getting to an age where your body's going to start changing, especially not like eight, nine years old, because she didn't really start puberty until 14. So she thought she kind of had time. Mm-hmm. So because um, I started puberty in year five, I, I instantly got acne. Like my acne was so bad. It was literally like there wasn't like a section on my face that didn't have like a pimple or a spot or anything mm. on it and I was just covered like it was I was already self-conscious because at that time I was the only black girl in my class mm. and the tallest girl in my class yeah, so I had wow. a complex about being tall I had a mm. complex about being black and now I've got acne it's just like oh my god one more thing <laughs> for god just to send me so I can stand out even more mm. so my skin journey started then because I really wanted to get rid of my my acne so I started popping my spots and then we all know that when you get pimples just don't touch them but back then the only way I can get rid of them is by popping them but I didn't know that they will multiply mm. and then because I aggravated my skin so much by popping these pimples um then I had like really bad hyperpigmentation just everywhere because like the trauma from all of the popping of the pimples leave a dark mark mm. um so I had post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation um and then from having acne and trying to treat the acne and then treating hyperpigmentation mixed in with the fact that I want to lighten my skin so I can be like a light-skinned babe um that was all that all started when I was about nine ten years old so I think my journey into skin started very early when I'm trying to get rid of my acne Mm. and then in getting rid of my acne I tried to also lighten my skin tone so it was trying to for me and from my perspective at the time I was trying to get rid of two um, evils as I saw them mm. um, at the same time. So both acne and blackness, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. And it's it's so crazy how these things can give you, you complexes as well. Like, yeah. for example, like I, I know the way well, not personally, but from reading stories and obviously just like you know looking online and stuff like that you see the way having bad skin really really affects people's Mm self-conscious self-confidence and self-esteem and then you mix that in with like being just raised in an anti-black environment that doesn't value you for being who you are and um one thing I want to say is like how did you actually move past that because you right now Babe, I would have never imagined that, like, one, you had cystic acne because your skin is doing glow. Like, it's doing, even now looking at you, it's like... Shining. Shining from the inside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Literally, natural highlight. Uh, a natural, like, highlight. natural highlight. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but, like, yeah, your skin is absolutely amazing, and I just want to know how. <laughs> how did, uh, okay, like, so, on a personal level as well. Um, I think... Um, my acne cleared up so the only thing I was really dealing with was hyperpigmentation and it was only when I went to uni and this is so crazy but it's only when I went to uni 
that I was called beautiful for the first time, like ever. Mm. And then obviously, like you have people who have the privilege of being called the cute kid or the pretty girl all their lives. So when you hear it, it's kind of like, oh yeah. But like when you've always seen yourself as like the ugly one and no one's ever complimented you or anything like that, not saying that the compliments of other people should matter all that much is how much is what you kind of feel and think of yourself that matters but when Mm. you're when you're in your adolescence and when you're in those formative years you kind of want that affirmation or reaffirmation reaffirm reaffirm Mm. reaffirm you kind of want that reaffirming from like your peers and people around you and um it was only when I went to uni that I became more confident in myself and um, I was called beautiful for the first time and I kind of saw myself in a different kind of light and I really I don't know what happened but it was around that 17 18 mark that I was just like I'm good being black and I'm happy being black I, I think it was really going to Congo for the first time um, mm-hmm. when I was 15 that I was now comfortable with my blackness because you go to a country where there's not white women on the billboards Mm. and you kind of start to see that the standard of beauty that you thought was like a universal standard isn't that. Mm. Um, So what was considered as beautiful back home in Congo were women that generally look like me. Mm. So that kind of alleviated a little bit of that, um, the kind of, anti-blackness hate that the anti-blackness that I had for myself Mm. but then when I went to uni and I started seeing myself a little bit differently and I started to see myself as like okay I can generally I'm actually I'm actually buff like what what what's going on here like I'm generally buff like stop doing it like that as my Um, sister would say you know like that (laughs) (laughs) exactly exactly when you look in the mirror and be like no I'm a spice like allow it every whatever whatever I fed myself for the last like eight ten years isn't true but once I started seeing myself as a beautiful black woman then I think my skin was just like okay guys we can flourish now Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. exactly Mm. so I wasn't getting like breakouts because I was stressed because I was I was very stressed in my formative years like in my adolescence years hence why your breakouts can come from like your hormones obviously and then not eating well and then stress as well so my eating got better um I wasn't as stressed about my looks as um, I was before and then literally it just cleared up but obviously the hyperpigmentation was there but these times we have the internet so the internet has evolved a lot more so I'm not going to the hair shop to get bleaching cream I'm now looking at alternative methods of brightening my skin that didn't require it bleaching mm-hmm. um so I looked at like having um so I looked like um vitamin c was oh it's it's always been um a, like a brightening um agent mm-hmm. so i would look at making like i made my own um kind of lemon scrub which i wouldn't recommend you do now but um <laughs> I made my lemon scrub um i would use lemon essential oils which i would not recommend you do now mm-hmm. um but i was again experimenting however this time um i was doing it in a safer way because I wasn't putting like petrol on my face or like nair on my face um I was using things that you can put on your face but um at a diluted level and also I wasn't doing it to um 
get the result of not being black anymore I was just mm. doing it to get an even um skin tone mm. which is which was which was what I got now so I hope I hope I got it <laughs> No, you definitely do. Your skin looks flawless. Like every time, like you're just glowing, you know, especially the way you angle it. And you have the most like fantastic cheekbones. She has got really like nice high cheekbones as well. So when she does that, that, let me stare into the the sun. Let me just give it one cheekbone and the sun's like, we come come in agreement. The the sun sun is like, we come in agreement. (laughs) There she is. Yeah. Oh, oh I'm, I, it's definitely, it's, it's interesting to see the journey that you've taken with regards to, you know, skin and self-confidence. And, and also, I just want um, to say, sorry, Michelle, interrupted you there, but like, fucking well done. Like, that is a yes. flipping feat. Like, no, like, when you actually deep it, like, it's a flipping feat, because those messages that the world has mm-hmm. given you has not changed. None of these messages no. have changed. So, like, the fact no. that you're staying in your resistance, in your love, in your blackness, in your power yes, for years, that's a feat. Yes. And we're yeah. proud and we fucking stand. We, we truly yeah, stand. Exactly. We truly stand. You know what? I have a... I wouldn't even say, like, I have a similar experience. So, first of all, I have been... I'm one of those people who, um, like, I completely, completely have undervalued skin because for whatever reason I was born and still have clear skin I didn't know that there was any other thing I didn't know that people struggled with skin like issues at all um and so in that sense I'm like ignorantly well I'm not no longer ignorant about the privilege but I'm definitely I was ignorantly privileged I was just like well skin is skin you know so I didn't really resonate I definitely resonate with the you know, anti the anti blackness and wanting to be lighter skinned because again, I grew up in Nigeria for about nine years of my life and of my formative years, and as much as blackness was around me and the norm for me, there was still this um, subjugation of blackness in comparison to light, like darkness in comparison to comparison to light light lighter skin in the music we listened to you know there was even like there's omar omar so like even like a yoruba term is omar i think it's omar kupa which is basically like a like light skinned fair skinned you know there was that comparison there's omar dudu and omar kupa and omar dudu is usually the one that you would it's not the one you want to be basically it's you want to be the lighter skin you want to be the fairer skin um and so i have i mean i'm not trying to out people in my family but i have people in my family who don't been bleaching and still be bleaching till today we all we all have them we have parents we have aunties and it's like i feel like it's too late i feel like it's too late for them now to subscribe to (laughs) all like honestly speaking and it's like i don't even want to start to tell them like you don't need to do this you need to own your i've just left them like you know what as long as your skin is still intact and it's not peeling off and you're not developing any support in malignant, but you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Burly, you know what I mean. It's hanging yeah. on by the end, but hey, Lord. Yeah. Like, um, mm. but like I've definitely, with regards to the, I can definitely identify with the skin lightening, um, especially with regards to hyperpigmentation because I suffer with like, um, 
well, I don't really say much about it because I've chosen to not let it be too much of an insecurity. It's an active fight that I've been fighting to not let it be an, a huge insecurity. It bothers me, but it's like the, you know, the darker skin patches, like underarms and bikini region yeah. and stuff like that. Especially yeah. when, you know, you got thick thighs and they be rubbing and whatnot. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> and it's like, you know, there are, there were times in my life where I've actually wanted, like I've been, you know, I would go to the shop and buy, you know, when you say fair and whites, what I don't even know what's in that thing, but I'm, I'm buying it to try. I've tried, I've tried potatoes. I've tried um, lemon, actual lemon, like sleeping with lemon under, under my arms. Um, I don't know if any of those things worked. Maybe I just didn't stick, stick with it, but um, it's, it's honestly still a constant battle, but it's just really nice to see how far we've come as a society, how we still have a long way to go, but how far we've come in it with accepting that look, your dark this your skin is dark you know your skin is not only dark something something tells your story as Beyonce says isn't it but I think um really <laughs> I think it's like so crazy that I think it's like black people we the world hasn't changed its messaging changed its messaging to us we as black people and specifically like black women we've had mm -hmm. to force the messaging to change because we're yeah, like we've, no mm -hmm. we're forcefully accepting ourselves and yeah, like develop resistance yeah the world is still doing its thing we're just it's pushback that we're doing now mm. you know so i think yeah. we're also just really tired because they're unrealistic um their unrealistic achievements, their benchmarks that benchmarks that that no one can really achieve. Absolutely. And also they're all Eurocentric because they were created by, you know, white people. Mm. They have set the standards that look and feel like them. They have a godlike complex. Well, not them now, but like white premise godlike complex where they want to create a world that looks like themselves, mm -hmm. just how God created man in his image they want to create a benchmark of beauty or success of money all in their image um, and that's what is that's what this universal understanding is now we've got to a point where doesn't matter what we do we are always going to be considered to them as not them do you know what I mean mm, like I don't know yeah. it's just kind of like it's not we we will never be their standard of beauty and we don't even yeah, have to be their don't standard have to of beauty be. because their standard is not the standard. It's just mm. what one person has said that this is the benchmark of beauty. And mm. why does that person have any value? Oh, because of white supremacy. We all know that like all of these kind of structures that have sent us one message, but the way white supremacy kind of operates, it's done its thing in history and it does its thing in, in media, does its thing in politics, but it plays on our own internal audits. And mm. my struggles with my skin has been that it was a seed planted by the society I, I was brought exactly. up in. However, mm, exactly. it was I I fed into it. But I yeah. not knowing Mm. But I fed into it. I beat myself down. And I I kind of, if it wasn't for going, if it wasn't for my parents taking me to Congo when I was 15 and being exposed to like a different world, I don't know where I would be. And I know that there's some girls who weren't as resilient because 
self-hate runs deep to the point that people generally even commit suicide and Mm. people need to now understand like the severity of it all like it's it goes beyond just um like hyperpigmentation uneven skin tone we can all deal with those kind of things however self-hate if you're trying to use lemon oil if you're trying to use like um hydroquinol and bleaching creams to generally alter the way you look to fit a standard that is never even made for you in the first place that's a problem yeah um that's the problem and I didn't realize that it's just the way I was brought up and the strength I have within myself that I was able to kind of break out of that imagine Mm -hmm. if you're unable to break out of that there's some women who aren't able to break out of that until this day they're still trying to bleach they're still trying to and that's the sad part. I agree. And I think that the one iconic thing about, so with my story, it's a bit different. I'm a bit lighter than you both. So I would say that like, yeah, I face anti-blackness in a different way. And I think it was definitely because of my features. And also I've always suffered from, like my underarms, I've always suffered from um, razor bumps. And the razor bumps oh, till this yeah. day, live, and my, my razor bumps are nasty. They, they come like sister hackney. If I'm going to say I'm like, they come like they're absolutely like horrendous um but I've learned to love them (laughs) and um, because there's nothing else to do it's my body and it's like it's my body there's nothing there's nothing else I have in this world apart from this home Mm -hmm. and I I think about um and I'm like anyway but I was thinking about how both of your stories you learned resistance technically in isolation it was just one in one one um what experience that exposed you to a new way of thinking but you've done that resistance in isolation but it's crazy to think that like there's so many stories just like you both of people that have tried skin bleaching when they were younger and you don't ever talk about this with your peers so a question for you both and I guess a question for us all is if you could give the younger generation who is kind of struggling with um featureism and struggling with internalized anti-blackness if you could give them one piece of advice for the resistance that is to come what would you both give them my okay one one thing one thing I can think of right now is because I want to say like do more research about do more research I want to say that but then thing is like the a lot of the research that's out there is not necessarily um it feeds into the majority which is the eurocentricity that you know it's it's not there is the minority the the research that caters to the minority and the one that caters to the majority I think I would I would say do more research but from people who look like you Mm. speak to people who look like you when it comes to these things Mm. um and you know you may need to scour a bit more than Mm. you then you would you don't just go on google and say how to skin uh, because google will give you how to skin for the whites mm. so it's more people who look like you seek advice from people who look like you um more and obviously you, you kind of need to be discerning about that because there are people who look like you that hate themselves that will now tell you go to the you know what i mean so it's just be a bit discerning about where you're getting your information from but definitely open your ears to people who look like you and face your own struggles, you know, people who can tell you from eight, that they can give you anecdotal evidence. Um, mm. And yeah, that's where I would say start with, start start with that. That's what I'd say. Mm. Mm. That's such good advice. I think, you, 
I think my advice is probably probably not like something practical, but just know that God never makes mistakes and the way you are made is the way he was intended for you to be made everything from Mm -hmm. the fullness of your lips to like your nose your eyes the depth of your melanin everything was meticulously made Mm. um on purpose Mm. So if you look in the mirror and everything you see in the mirror, that's that's God's that's what God has said is beautiful. Mm. So whatever the world throws at you and however you kind of feel about yourself, if the all knowing omnipresent God has said that this is perfect and put Mm. you on this world, just know that that is perfect. Mm. And I know it seems like a bit woo woo, Mm. but. God doesn't make any mistakes and now I'm starting to see it like I used to I hated every inch of me everything from my height my hair my skin everything and now no one can can no one can tell me I'm not a spice because God 100. made me as so Literally. do you know you just I mean? have so to shout blasphemy like, at them shout it exactly Blasphemy. what do you mean you're off your rocker any insult against me is haram or something <laughs> like come on like <laughs> you lie <laughs> but like how you are made is perfect god doesn't make any mistakes mm-hmm. um so that's what i would start off with and i would also just keep praying keep praying for god to give just give you that give you that moment that that experience that outer body experience that change of perspective that paradigm shift just ask for it and it will mm. come it honestly will amen and that's yeah. what I would I would say yeah I would just to add on to that I would also say that it doesn't matter if you dip so I think that when people view um when people view the process of like healing or getting through something, when you've reached a breakthrough, you just think, okay, here I'm on the on up and up. I'm on the up and up. Mm-hmm. Something with new blessings come new struggles. And so, for example, I spent a lot of time, and I think this might be the same for you both. I spent a lot of time like learning how to love myself again. And then I went into a new environment and I'm like, oh my God, I feel like I'm learning from nothing but I'm not learning from nothing. It doesn't matter if it gets harder. You can't ever go back to zero. God is always there. You're right. God makes no mistakes. You also speak to people who have had um, exceptionally similar experiences to you. You realize, again, this is just like society's new seed because you realize how insidious that seed is, like how deep that seed was truly pushed down. You thought it was just like, okay, I've weeded you out from level four. You've got those 400 levels to go. Um, but you realize it's not your seed I think that the best thing to realize that is that no matter how much you might feel as though this message is so loud it was not your message it's not the message of your voice it's not a message that even is for you because even if you try to attain for it you'd actually lose imagine doing a test where they told you the highest grade you could get is an E mm but like and then you're still aiming to do the test to get a hundred percent e that's really sad <laughs> that's what it that's what that's what chasing this game feels like like yeah. chasing yeah, the game yeah. of like unlike beauty standards that i unattainable. unattainable that unattainable. i will not be part of 
I honestly yeah. speaking, and that's why I've become, I've actually personally developed a resistance to what I see in social media now. Cause I'm like, this ain't real. Every time I'm just like, it's not real. When every time I try to measure myself against what society is propagating, I, I have to shake myself. It's like a very conscious thing where I'm like, yeah, it ain't real anyway. Come, the, number one, first of all, my motto, don't come and kill yourself. It's actually like, it's, I'm trying can't to, it's, die. it's not, it's, it, it's not real. You know, it's not real. So just be happy with your own reality. Cause that ain't real. Mm. This is what I tell myself actively all the time. But yeah. Amen. Okay, so Kavine, question for you would be, um, what would be something that you think everybody should have in their um, skincare starter kit? You know, getting into skincare, being a new person, or just like you need to have this one thing. What would it be for you? And could you recommend any brands that people could try? Um. I'd say SPF. Mm. You have you have to protect yourself from the sun. Like even if you can't see it, I know it was raining today. It was awful, but you need SPF because UV rays is real and you will age like milk. So SPF a hundred percent for anyone. Like even if you're not even trying to get into skincare, just to protect your skin from things that you can't see. Um, I would say SBF. In terms of a really good SBF, I can't lie, the Koreans are the best. Mm. The Koreans are the best. They're the kings when it comes to SBF. Um, my favorite SBF at the moment is the Misha um, Essence Sunblock. Okay. okay. Um, that's a really good one. Um, I also, there's also, um, COSRX has an aloe vera one, which is um, really kind of hydrating. Mm. yeah um the one that we can't get in this london or this england or this eu is um the crave beauty beat the sun is the most sensational spf that's on the market at the moment everybody raves about it everybody loves it but you can't get it in this country wait how do we get it no 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 because that's on my wish list can we get crave beauty in the uk no no girl what so how how so, how, are you, how are we gonna smuggle it in? <laughs> you're gonna have to go to the US. <laughs> uh, if anyone, if you know anyone that's going to the US that has just like a centimeter or like five centimeters in their suitcase, please, I beg you, let me have this SPF. <laughs> the reason why is because um, the EU cosmetic laws or c- cosmetic regulations are a lot more stringent than the ones in the US. Mm. So um, yes. products that we can't get in the UK, they need to have gone through a compliance to EU regulations and cosmetics before being able to be introduced to the EU market. Mm. Hence why it seems like we're a thousand years behind, but mm. some brands just probably don't even like because the us is a big market anyway mm. um some brands have to kind of get round to get in it tested for the eu market which costs peas as well so mm. yeah. yeah well okay. massive shout out to leah you because her brand is truly taking off like i could truly phenomenal. So phenomenal like basically leah you is a korean skin influencer she is the owner of crave beauty like she's the ceo um, i will say i've been sending you her videos for time girl you really have but you know me sometimes <laughs> my, my attention span i keep it for safekeeping for when i'm to be referred to later i have a reference list 
I'm yelling. I'm yelling. <laughs> I'll resend you her video again. I'll Please. resend you something from her again. But like, she's awesome. So, and I've always been like, oh, I want to try this. Oh, I want to try this. Oh, I want to try this. But each time, like, in fact, I was actually on the website yesterday because I wanted mm-hmm. to order Kainaluya, um, which is her exfoliating skin toner. Um, and it was sold out. But I didn't even know, I couldn't even get it here. So that's no, you can't you can't and the most amazing thing about crave beauty is that she takes a lot of care and consideration into the skin barrier mm. and people um i even have neglected my skin barrier so your skin barrier is like your epidermis like the top layer of your skin mm. and that's the that's the layer of the skin that kind of keeps up bacteria foreign objects any kind of foreign material that could be harmless to the skin but it also helps at retaining moisture mm. so if you're getting like bumps or if you're getting texture if you're getting flaky skin that it all comes from a compromised skin barrier so my skin is so my skin is so dry I can light a match like it's so dry Mm -hmm. however because I've gone ham on like um on hydration on moisture um I'm helping out my skin barrier to kind of help itself Mm -hmm. so um there's a lot of things you can do like in terms of like I there's like a whole list of things that I would recommend like even a starter have in their um in their routine obviously I've just said SPF um, and I would say anything that helps your skin barrier because you need that to keep young to keep hydrated to keep looking plump Um, Mm. and like the Korean beauty and the Korean skincare space is the bomb but you do have some emerging skincare brands in the in in the UK in the um, in the US that also are doing really really well when it comes to stuff like that just checking like what would you recommend as like a, something for a skin barrier like just if we have like one product that could be like oh maybe you should try this thing so I know somebody will be like oh I just want one thing um yeah it's hard because I'm a I'm a like a ritualist skincare enthusiast so mm. I have loads of different products but I would say anything that has vitamin E in it because vitamin mm. E is an antioxidant and it mm. also because it's it can come in an oil it also works to kind of seal and lock in moisture mm. um, so I would say anything with vitamin E um, in terms of products um, I would say the ordinary has a um, moisturizing factor moisturizing Mm. factor Mm. so that what it's made up of is made up of um elements that are already existing in your skin Mm. however um, they've made it synthetically in a lab and basically you're just adding um what's already existing into your skin onto your skin just to kind of recharge everything the supplement basically is naturally existing but we're we're just topping up basically exactly so it's a really uh, it's not a heavy moisturizer I would say it's semi-heavy so I would that that's a really good moisturizer so I think it's yeah the ordinary moisturizing factors is incredible um it's a really annoying it's really annoying to kind of put into your skin to kind of work in but once you work it in it really does look and seal everything and you you actually feel it working in terms of like your skin just looks and feels intact mm-hmm. um so as like if you're gonna if you want like a one-stop product I would say that mm-hmm. um but yeah that sounds good those are two very healthy healthy recommendations yeah I have one question 
Um, mm. And would, do you have any more questions or should no, I just be good to be the final question? For somebody like, so there's, the thing is, I find product basically just shopping. I find shopping overwhelming. I find I my in my busy schedule as well as the fact that I maybe I'm just not as passionate about seeking out certain bits of knowledge. Like if it's it's only when I'm kind of needs you know when you need it go and find it basically. So for somebody who gets overwhelmed with an overload of information and just wants to try the simplest of the simplest things, and I just want to know like, do you have any recommendations on the easy like basically skincare for? dummies like if I wanted to what this what are the most simple easy hacks for those of us who don't know a lot about these you know the Korean beauty skincare brands we don't know what stats so like Mm -hmm. a dummies guide like if if you wanted to begin on the journey to to looking after your skin where would you start obviously you can't you don't need to reel off the hole because it's a lot but where would you say is a good good place to start okay cool um first of all Stay tuned because end of this year, I have something that's going to apply exactly to that question. I I just can't disclose it right now. Don't worry. Woman like Kaveen, she said (laughs) up and coming. Are you sick? (laughs) Are you sick? don't worry I've got something that honestly that a question will be answered with what I've got coming up so love it watch love this it. space mm-hmm. in terms of like a simple simple um skincare routine um if you want to keep it simple um keep it to a cleanser um, a toner, a moisturizer, and an SPF. Serums are like, um, they're not necessities. They're just when people have a skin concern um, and they want um, like an ingredient in like a high concentration, such as like a vitamin C, or if you want hydration, then you will go for hyaluronic acid. Or if, you, if you're trying to like minimize your pores or trying to get rid of a breakout, you'll go for niacinamide. If you want like a product that targets specific skin concerns then serums are the way to go but if you've got like good skin then a a cleanser a toner a serum a a cleanser a toner a moisturizer and an spf is all you need i would say um in terms of brands the people that really keep it simple are kills so the kills ultra facial range so they're ultra facial cleanser that ultra facial toner that ultra facial moisturizer are the goats like it has everything it has avocado oil apricot kernel oil it's got all the vitamins and antioxidants that your skin really needs um um to really kind of keep like a normal operating um, operation of your skin what i wouldn't recommend kills for because especially that ultra facial range is um that range is made it's made for people with just normal skin so if you have skin concerns i wouldn't go for that kills because it's just it's not targeted it's not potent another really simple um brand um that just does simple to the point skincare would be muji Mm. so muji even though i know when people say muji only sell pens they do skincare as well Mm. um and they have an amazing range they on it they have a moisturizing range and they've got a range also that's a lot lighter so for people with like oily skin they've got that too 
Mm-hmm. Um, again, their cleanser is really good. Their toner is exceptionally good. And they also have really good moisturizers. Um, they don't have SPFs though, but you can get an SPF of Kills. So Kills and Muji, if you want to keep it super duper simple, then those two. Um, those two brands keep it really simple. But honestly, down to um, cleanser, toner, moisturizer, and an SPF during the day, which yes. I would keep it to if you yeah. want to keep it simple. And do not, do not get like drugstore, as in super drugstore brands like um, Garnier, stay away. No, come on, actually, Garnier stepped up, but clean and clear, don't do it. Mm. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. But um, okay. Um, those are the brands I would make it simple. Yes. Thank you very much you've heard guys honestly like me i am guilty honestly please don't shame me for this me and spf come like you know the guy that you, you went on a date with once and you never mm. saw again and he texted really? you and you didn't text back and you now went ghost on him me and spf have that sort of relationship judging you um <laughs> i the closest I've come to SPF is when the sun is the sun is burning and I just bring out my 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 skin protect my SPF spray. That's oh, when I'm doing it. I, I I am awful. And that's why I'm like, as I say, this skin that I have, I don't take it seriously. And I really, you know, it's like I don't take it seriously and it's ridiculous. I don't, I don't, I don't look after my skin as well as I should, and I don't use SPF. Yeah. If, if SPF is not in my simple cream moisturizer, which it's not then I don't use it. You see, I feel as if the thing with SPF is that, okay, so the thing I've got to say is that, I'm going to be controversial here. You know, people say black don't crack. Can we all just look around? Can we just open our eyes and look around? (laughs) And look at how several people haven't cracked. Some people have splits. (laughs) (laughs) Some people are splits. Like some people are chasmed. Like it's and like we forget that like we're not in Africa. (laughs) We're not not raised in Africa. Like (laughs) I'm 40 and the the stress of this UK will be hitting you. Your skin will be the first thing on the way out. (laughs) (laughs) And all you need to do is open your eyes and look around. (laughs) <laughs> yeah exactly we've been lied to <laughs> oh god so okay. i feel as if like when people say that i'm just like it, it, i understand like, i understand where it comes from like yeah but yeah yeah, yeah. i you know what mm. wear spf just stop yeah it. just wear yeah. it i will, wear I will. It I, that's the one take home spf i will look Thank you, Kaveen. This has been an absolutely wonderful episode. We have learned so much, like so much. In fact, one of my friends, I was like, oh, we've got Kaveen on. She was like, I have this list of questions. I said, is Kaveen our consultant? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) She came with a full list. um but like thank you so much so so much for being here um this has been absolutely awesome we've loved having you on and you are welcome any single time and we cannot wait for what you've got coming up because we know that the intention that you put behind it and with god favoring your moves you will get to 
exceptional height so we can't wait to amen, see it amen amen thank you thank you no the pleasure is <laughs> mine for coming on here yes <laughs> just going to put a little thing in there as well if you don't know it about Kaveen she does the Sunday skin series so follow her Instagram at Miss Kaveen yep that's it Miss Kaveen any underscores any points any exclamation no 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 I'm the only one I'm the one Miss Kaveen yes follow her at Miss Kaveen she does these honestly they're bite size like it's nice and you know it's like you bite into and it's like whoa this is filling so yeah get on there follow her watch her skin series honestly you will definitely not regret it and you will learn a thing or two 100 percent. yeah um do you have any um i was gonna say do you have anything else to say just wear spf man stop it stop it and wear spf stop playing stop playing This is not African sunlight. Where it's just no, it's not. It's, <laughs> it's not. It's not. All I, I I implore more black people to open their eyes. Like I am, I implore. Like I implore oh to look and at yet, our elders. Yeah. <laughs> for real, for real. And, and those if ones you still have aunties and uncles who bleach, get them to wear sunscreen for their own oh, their own health. Their own, yeah, I'm I'm gonna be buying a few. I'm gonna buy <laughs> for myself and for others. And just be handing mm. it to them as part of their, you know, when sometimes you give them skin products as they think, there you go, use this now. Yeah, I gave one of my aunties as um, SBF because I'm really concerned for the health of her skin. And she was just like, will this lighten my skin even more? And I was oh. like, you know what? Yes, it will. Yes, in fact, <laughs> under false pretenses. It's going to lighten your skin even more if it gets you to use it because. Exactly. She needs, she needs it. She needs it. She really she likes it. it, but I don't. It's not lightening her skin at all. So I don't know what she's feeding herself. But anyway, mm-hmm. yeah. Get your aunties and uncles to wear SPF. Your mothers, your fathers, everyone. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Um. Yeah. Do you want to outro V? Yeah. So thank you guys for listening for to today's episode. Um. You can find us on Instagram at I don't know to be honest pod. That's I don't know tbh pod. Remember to like us on Apple Music because I think that's the only place you can like us. Subscribe to us on SoundCloud. Follow us on Spotify. And if you're listening on Apple, please rate us five stars because that's what helps other people know about us. Um. Oh, and also. Thank you to all the real G's that attended the live. Um, yeah. I put, <laughs> whoop, 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 <laughs> our first one. Um, I put like a list of all the recommendations of podcasts that we love to listen to um, in our live recommended highlights. So go and take a look at that if you want to get some education. Um, but yeah, thank you guys. Um, and we shall see you. Actually, Kaveen, question for you. What do you want to know more about? Anything in the world? oh okay oh oh okay Mm. okay okay guys this is this is really personal to me okay really really i'm gonna handle it like Like, (laughs) oh my god like i i don't think i have not had okay there's been other things i've been but this has been the most emotional thing for me um i'm i'm congolese and i'm dating a nigerian Mm. how do you get jollof rice to taste like jollof or not tomato Oh, okay. That's a spicy thing for next that's episode. Yes. Next episode, so we're, I, we're like, going to If you give me the answer, yeah, because if I throw away one more pot of rice, that's it. I'm breaking up with my boyfriend because I can't do this. <laughs> I can't. I honestly can't. Do you know how emotional Jell-O rice? I really can't. Like I was on the phone crying to my friend because I just couldn't. 
I couldn't make this right. And I can't even tell him because I need I need to bag this marriage. <laughs> but I cannot tell him I can't make this right. <laughs> <laughs> now stay tuned um, yeah, for the next one can, stay tuned if you can answer that question i will honestly love you guys for life i it's, i'm i'm laughing at it now but it's generally really serious we will, i we cannot make I, I can't make him rice we will dedicate it, it we will dedicate we will definitely dedicate some time to talk about this situation okay stay tuned okay for stay upcoming tuned. episodes I don't, yeah stay tuned stay tuned it's, it's gonna be funny yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, like, it, it's even it's even cooking necessary in marriage these days like no. is that necessary when and if tasty. you are dating someone outside your culture can they just eat the food of your culture do i do i have to only cook nigerian food or can i have like nigerian food ordered to the house and say i did it making notes making notes of these questions <laughs> We'll talk about it next time. <laughs> next, nah. next episode, stay tuned. We're, t- we're talking stay about all tuned. things cooking, guys. Yes. Okay. Oh, thank you so much, Kevin. Honestly, it's been a pleasure having you here, and I'm I'm sure that this is not the last that we will see of you or yeah. hear of you. I hope not. Please okay. be back. Yes, we shall. Bye, everyone. See you next week. Bye. Bye.